Hey everyone, my name is Dr. Dolores Tarver. I'm a licensed psychologist here in Georgia. And today I'm coming to you with your next mental health moment on denying versus lying. I need to give credit to Jeffrey Murray. I saw a post that he made about infidelity in which he was discussing denial versus lying. And I thought that would be a good topic for us to talk about today. So we have all lied or bent the truth, however you want to describe it. Maybe it was because we didn't want to hurt someone's feelings. They asked us, hey, am I gaining weight? And we don't want to say, well, yeah, you are gaining weight. You're starting to look a little chunky. So we'll say, hey, you're beautiful. You're healthy. Don't worry about the weight. We'll avoid just making a comment, right? Or we'll say, no, you're not gaining weight. Um, perhaps we've lied to get ahead in something. Maybe on our resume, we've gotten on Google searched some other resumes, figured out ways to say things to make ourselves look more qualified, right? Bending that reality a little bit. Perhaps we said, oh, I don't make this much money so I can qualify for some support resources. Or maybe I said, I make more money than I make so that I'm able to get a loan or get um, access to some other things. Maybe we've lied in our relationships with people because the information that we have could be detrimental to them. Sometimes we weigh the pros and the cons of sharing information. Do I need to tell this person all of these details knowing that it's not going to benefit them in any way and maybe possibly hurt them more than it would help them? Regardless of the cause, we've also always said some things or all of us have said some things rather that may or may not have been true. So let's talk about then the difference between denial versus lying. Now, I will say to you, both of them deal with avoidance. Both of them are ways that we don't have to deal with things that are uncomfortable for us, ways to escape painful feelings and emotions, um, but they serve different purposes for us. So denial, and again, this is at a basic level because uh, there's a lot of different, I think, ways that you could take this. But for the purposes of talking about this today, I will say that for deni in denial, most people are unaware that they're in denial. They really, truly don't have an understanding of all of the resources they would need to be able to recognize their patterns. For example, people can be in denial when they're so used to being stressed out. We talked um, in a previous video session about people getting to the point where they're used to suffering. So they don't even realize they're suffering because that's what they know. We can exist in a state for so long, it becomes our truth, it becomes our reality. So if you ask me, am I stressed out? I would tell you no. Now, my behavior may suggest otherwise. I may not be sleeping well. I may have chronic headaches. My stomach may constantly be upset. I may be constantly talking about how um, I'm tired of people coming to me with things, but I won't necessarily say that I'm stressed in the same way that people don't always know they're depressed or they're anxious. That is their normal. That's what they believe is their regular state. And so they're in denial simply because they're not aware that they are experiencing these things. Um, sometimes denial serves us in the purpose of if we're dealing with situations that are painful and uncomfortable to us. Um, the mind is really unique and interesting in that it will find protective ways to us for us to deal with painful things. And so we can absolutely put things on a shelf somewhere in our mind so we can get through a situation. And so I begin to believe that things are true. One of my clients used to say, you can fall in love with a lie. You can begin to believe it as your truth, as your reality. You begin to change your thoughts so they match to make this your reality. So I think for some people, they struggle with these hurtful, painful things. And so they get to a place in their mind where 
they're not dealing with them at all. So they're in, just in denial about the fact that they exist. Um, sometimes we'll do that with habits that we have, right? So it may be that, sure, I drink a lot. It may be that I overeat. It may be um, that I, you know, people might describe me as a workaholic. It may be that I have challenges being committed in relationships, but I may be in denial about that these are my issues because what I may say is I can justify, well, I drink, I'm stressed, I don't drink all the time. Um, I don't drink every day. Uh, there are periods of time where I don't drink at all. Sometimes I may just have a drink. Um, sometimes I drink to excess, but it's for special occasions. Um, no, I haven't been in a relationship with someone over a certain period of time, but those people have had challenges and I ended those relationships because that was healthiest for me. I'm not in a place right now where I want to commit and date a person when I know that I'm working a lot of hours, right? So we can begin um, to really lack awareness that these are our behavior patterns, that they're really mechanisms for avoidance. Um, and so someone can bring them to our attention and we'd simply just be able to rationalize like, no, these are the reasons why that's true. It's not that I have this particular issue. Um, Sometimes we're at a point in our lives where we are so disconnected from our emotions that we don't know what we're feeling. And so I wouldn't even be able to actually express how I feel. So you may ask me, am I feeling overwhelmed? Um, am I feeling sad? Am I feeling angry? And I don't know because I'm just so disconnected from how I feel about anything that I wouldn't be able to articulate exactly what I'm feeling. Um, Sometimes we're in denial because we don't want to be in that vulnerable place. And so lack of being aware of an issue or lack of being um, responsive to something may be a protective mechanism for me. So if I don't perceive it to be something that's really an issue, I don't have to attend to it. I don't have to open up. I don't have to manage it. Um, we can become dismissive of things when we're in that place of denial. Um, we can become to a point where we bend our reality to match or bend our thoughts, our perceptions of our reality to match what we perceive that experience to be. And so regardless of the case, uh, one could say these avoidance mechanisms, whether or not I would necessarily articulate them as denial, keep me from things that are hurtful, painful, um, that I may not feel like I'm prepared to deal with, right? Again, mechanisms of avoidance, but I don't necessarily see them as such because maybe they're mechanisms for me of survival. Um, and again, maybe they become my normal. Lying on the other hand, at its basic level, one could argue, is that I'm absolutely aware that that's not the truth, um, but I'm protective of whatever this is that I'm lying about or protective of me um, so that I'm bending the truth in order to keep whatever that thing is safe, right? So possibly, it may be that I have a relationship. I know this relationship is unhealthy. I know that I've told y'all that I'm no longer in this relationship, or maybe I'm in a relationship with somebody that's in another relationship. And so we're keeping this secret. We both know that we're in this relationship, but we're not talking to other people about it because we know that if we did, people would discourage it. So I'm keeping this safe, this relationship that for whatever reason is finding me some comfort right now, or it's my safe space for whatever reason, I don't want people to mess with it. Maybe I'm a nighttime eater or I eat in isolation, sneak down the stairs at nighttime. And that's really when I 
when I eat because I'm embarrassed about it. I'm ashamed about it. Like I know my doctors have told me I don't need all this sugar. I don't need all this salt. I'm already on blood pressure medication. I'm already on high cholesterol medication. And so I'm eating in secrecy because I don't want people to take this away from me because food has become my safe place. It's the thing that I go to when I'm overwhelmed or I'm distressed. It's always going to be there. I know how I'm going to feel with it. And so I'm choosing to do it in spite of the fact that it may be unhealthy for me. Um, lying allows us to be able to do things that we may want to do um, without necessarily having to be mindful of the consequences of it, right? So I'm aware of what I'm doing, but I may disconnect from how it affects other people. Lying allows me to be able sometimes to have excitement. Um, so I get to have this one face in, in my business world, then I get to have this other face over here with other people. I'm lying and not keeping these identities congruent because I don't want the business people to know that I'm really doing some stuff that they would probably find questionable outside of uh, the business aspect. And you all may say, well, that's my personal life. Do they need to be involved in that? When we're doing destructive things, um, destruction affects us in a variety of ways. And so now I'm at a point where what, I, what I'm doing could be hindering some other person um, and lying absolutely can contribute to that. Maybe I feel like I um, may get abandoned or left. You may not choose me. You may not really like me if you knew who I really was underneath this. And so I lie to you. So you only get to see the parts of me that I want you to see. Maybe my lying is manipulative um, in that I want to get you to a point where I can control you or keep you in a situation, um, have you rely on me, get you safe and comfortable with me so that you won't leave me. Um, maybe I'm lying because, um, if I actually told somebody the truth, then it would expose some of these things that I've kept in the dark that I haven't addressed yet. Right. So I'm aware that I have this pattern. Maybe I'm gambling. Um, and it's lost me a lot of money. Um, it's caused problems in my family. Um, maybe I'm stealing from people. Um, maybe I can't be trusted with, with people, right? So I'm lying because I don't really want people to know that because it will cut off my access to things that I want. So um, regardless of why, right? Whether it's um, denying or lying, regardless of why, these are avoidance mechanisms. These are, these are things that stop us from really addressing things that could allow us to be our healthiest selves. Right? We're not wellness focused um, if we're in denial or if we're lying uh, because there is a part of us that has not really been whole. We haven't, we haven't addressed it. Uh, it is continuing to be dysfunctional and we haven't found any replacement behaviors. So what does that mean? Um, essentially, every behavior we have serves a purpose. Whether we're aware of what that purpose is or aware of that behavior or not, everything that we do is reinforcing something for us. And so in order for us to fully address ourselves as a, as a whole person, as a well person, that means we need to look at these patterns um, and be able to find healthy ways to address them. So, so that leads us to, okay, so what am I supposed to do? If I'm in denial, I don't even know what my issues are. Um, or if I'm lying, I know what they are and I'm just not really ready to deal with them yet. I wanna keep continuing them. Um, regardless of those paths, what we want to do is we want to have active coping in our lives. We want to have healthy mechanisms that we use to deal with things. So what does that mean? On, on level one, I need to be aware of what I'm doing. And don't get me wrong, denial can be healthy 
at points in our lives where we didn't have other options. We did the best that we could do in that situation. So I had to pack this up. Maybe I was in a situation where I was in a trauma and I didn't need to be in the presence of that trauma, really being aware and fully invested in it and fully engaged in it because it would have been to my detriment. Now I'm out of that trauma and now it's time for me to address these patterns that I picked up to be able to deal with it, right? So I wanna expand on um, the ways that I manage things. And so avoidance has a place, but it is never meant to be a long-term place. It's only meant to be a temporary space. So when I get out of that space, then I need to go to that active coping. I need to be aware. What are my patterns? What am I doing? What am I hiding? What is the purpose of this behavior? What am I getting from it? Um, emotionally, how do I feel? So I need to be able to check in with myself in terms of that emotional connection that I described earlier, if I don't even know how I feel, then I'm not going to be able to better understand my patterns or find healthier ways to get my needs met, right? So I need to know what my needs are. I need to understand how, again, this behavior served me. Was it, was it my attempt to try to get something that there may be a healthier way for me to get it, right? So all of us have um, healthy mechanisms for coping. We have unhealthy mechanisms for coping. And the goal is just to increase the healthy things that we're doing. Another healthy thing is, okay, problem solving. So I need to figure out what is a better way for me to manage this. I don't want to open that mail because I know there's bills in there. I don't have the resources right now to pay those bills. Again, avoidance is one way of dealing with that situation, but is it the best way of dealing with that situation? No, I need to open up these bills. I need to see what these bills are. I need to figure out my plan for how I'm going to manage them. That takes the power away from the fear because fear is one of the reasons that we're driven to avoidance behaviors in the first place. We're afraid of something bad happening. A lot of times we'll catastrophize and make it bigger than it is. If I face it, then I can actually see what I'm dealing with and develop the strategies that I need to be able to manage it. Um, what's a better option? And sometimes it's the way we think about things that make things feel like they're so huge. How are my perceptions coloring how I'm interpreting this event, right? So I say that for example, if I'm, I'm struggling in relationships, right, the person that has a hard time being able to connect to other people, I may be perceiving that you see me in a negative way, that you see me as unworthy, that you don't think that I'm good enough, that you see all my flaws, when really that's my own negative self-talk. You're not paying me any attention because you're dealing with your own stuff. But if I perceive everyone in that way, then it's going to affect my ability to be in healthy relationships with other people. So I have to check my own perceptions. How may I be looking at a situation in a way that's distorted? All right. So and then I can find out what is a healthier way. What's an alternative? OK, so I'm thinking in my mind, they don't like me. They're judging me. But what could be another reason why they might be laughing? They could have been talking about something funny right before I worked up, woke up, had nothing to do with me at all. Right. So I have to kind of check myself and do a little reality checking, if you will, about, OK, what's perception? What's my reality? Which I, means I need to be congruent in what I what I perceive my reality to be. Um, another thing that we need to think about is, OK, so let me as I'm trying to figure out how to feel, I have to sit in emotions. Right. So a lot of times we struggle with I don't nobody wants to be uncomfortable. Um, nobody wants to sit in pain, but sometimes that's what we have to do. Now, we don't have to stay in that emotion, but we do need to get to the point where we can allow it to wash over ourselves 
experience it and then find out, and this goes to the wellness plan piece, how do I now manage that emotion, right? So if I'm really lonely and I'm lying, um, I'm manipulating in some kind of way um, because I want people to be in my space, then what is another way I can get that need met that's healthier? Can I join an organization? Can I actually tell someone, hey, I'm feeling lonely. You want to spend some time together? You want to watch a movie? Instead of trying to manipulate, creating some kind of situation where they need to come see about me to help me or to, to uh, take care of something for me when that's really not the reason I wanted you here. Sometimes we will create chaos because we're so used to being in a chaotic environment. So is that my pattern? Am I lying? Am I in this pattern of avoidance that I really don't recognize? Like I really wreak chaos and havoc in every single one of my relationships. I'm blaming it on the other person and saying, oh, women aren't this, men aren't this. When really it's me, I'm the common denominator in all of these relationships. And I'm the one that's creating this chaos because I don't know how to ask for what I need. All right. So can I do that better? Right. So I need to change my patterns and be able to talk about, okay, one, am I around healthy people? Because I can't try to be healthy around people that are dysfunctional. So if I'm working on something you're still struggling with, you're going to bring me right back into that dysfunction. So I need to interact with people that are able to do this in a healthy way. <coughs> Excuse me. Right? I may need an accountability partner. I may need somebody who can help me when I say, hey, I'm not going to keep reaching out to this person or I'm going to apply for these jobs and not be afraid of putting myself out there and growing. I may need somebody that's going to say, hey, did you do that today? Did you make those calls today? Did you update your resume today? I saw those five jobs I sent to you. Did you apply for them? We may need that, right? And we want to have small, realistic, manageable goals. Sometimes change can be so big. Part of the reasons that we avoid it is because we're like, I don't even know where to start. I feel like I'm such a mess, right? But all we have to do is start with a small part. And again, it may be a simple step of let me write out my goals. Let me write out what I'm struggling with so then I can create a plan for how to deal with them. And, and it may be that I just simply need to go to therapy and start there. That may be my small goal. Let me go to someone who can help me sort this out. Maybe I have a life coach. I can go to that person to help me sort this out, right? So these are options that we have to not avoid and to deal with things so that we're not lying or we're not in denial, right? Raising awareness, okay? I believe in you guys. You can be your healthiest selves. Be well, be encouraged.